Welcome to the Employee Ownership Podcast with Bob Whalen, where Bob discusses anything and everything related to employee ownership. Bring it in, Bob. Well, it's great to be here. Over the next few podcasts, we're doing something a little different. We're taking questions directly from the field, something that you have always loved to do, Bob. Thanks, Rebecca. And not only do I love to do it, I think it gives me a really good opportunity to explain the the why behind the, the things we do and, and the way we go about doing business. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, let's get right into it. Our first question comes from Corey in our North Shore division up in the Boston area. Corey, what are you thinking about these days? Hey, Bob. My name is Corey Pudria, and I'm an apprentice plumber at North Shore Mechanical. Bob, in your opinion, what are the benefits of being employed at an ESOP shop over a union shop? This is a very common conversation that is brought up at work. Will my ESOP benefits compete with a union pension? Thanks for taking my question. Have a good day. Corey, thank you so much for your question. Really a a great question, uh, particularly in those markets that have a much higher union presence. That's not universally true of all the markets we're in, but for those markets where unions have a significant presence, I think a really great question. Uh, Let me say this first. I've never publicly stated that one of our goals for our business is that our employees over the course of their career would end up being better off being with our company than under the local union contract. But based on, on your question, it's, it's something that I've always had in the back of my mind. As many of you know, my father was a union electrician in Harrisburg. So it's something that I've always targeted for our business. You know, one of our stated goals is that every one of our employees will be a millionaire. I would say I've always had in the back of my mind that our employees would be better off with a career with us than you would have been uh, with the union. And depending on the union contract, there's different aspects, you know, that I would highlight. So for most union employees, they don't get any vacation time. There's more volatility in when union employees are employed than non-union employees. There's multiple aspects to comparing the union relationship with our relationship. But I would say it's absolutely my goal that every one of our employees would end up being better off after spending a career with us than they would the union. The last thing I would like to say is the, the core value of ours around team. You know, this is one of the things that I think is specifically different Uh, between the relationship that we have with our employee owners and uh, union employees. You know, many times if you ask a union employee, even that have worked for a specific company for a lot of years, who they work for, they associate with the union. And I would hope, you know, that our employees take great pride in working for HB Global and the division for which you work in. So my hope that you would take great pride in working for North Shore or any of our other employees would take great pride in working with the team that they work with. But thank you very much for the question. I think it's a great question and and something, you know, I've specifically always considered as a goal of HP Global. Yes. Thank you, Corey, for such an important question and Bob for those insights. Our next question comes from Diana in our Spectrum division in Arizona. Diana? 
Hi, Bob. This is Diana Drabag, BIM manager with Spectrum Mechanical Division. How may the value of the account in the ESOP be increased? Hey, Diana, thank you for the question. I really appreciate it. So the first point I would make relative to what can we do as individuals to increase the value of our ESOP account, and this has been my longstanding answer to this question really to everybody, you know, no matter what job that we have in our company, it's important, it's needed, or we wouldn't have it. And so I always say the first most important thing that anybody can do to help us increase the value of our ESOP account or in turn in, uh, increase the value of the company is to do your job in the very best way that you possibly can. You know, so if you're an account manager, you go to great pains to deliver great service to our customers, that you're focused on making sure the customer experience is a great one. And to the extent you do that well, you help us to increase our company value and in turn increase the per share value within our, our ESOP plan. And that goes for every single other employee in the company. If you hang pipe, that's really important and how effectively and efficiently and to what level of quality and safety you do that is incredibly important. Or if you're, you play some role in the financial area of our company, that you accurately do your job and produce accurate financial statements for folks within our company to effectively use them to make business decisions. All of us have a very important role and to the extent that we do our role effectively helps us to create value and every single person should feel that they can make a positive impact on the value of our company. And then I would say a secondary way that all of us can add value is just things that we see that we believe we can do better. You know, and this is one of those things that I say, how you say it is as important as what you say. So, you know, wherever we are in the company, we are able to make certain observations about how we do things or what we do. I think every person in our company, every employee owner should feel like that's part of their job is if there are things that they think we do better, uh, they should bring those to the company's attention through some manner. But I think how you do that is really important. So any of us know how we respond when somebody's basically accusing us of not doing a good job, as opposed to somebody that comes in and says, you know, have we thought about doing this? Those are two very different ways to get across the same point. And so I think it's really important how we do it. But I think all of us have a role to be on the lookout for those things that we could do better. And I think those are the two best ways as employee owners that we can increase the value of the stock. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, Diana, such a great question and one that I'm sure many others have had. Well, let's keep moving. Our next question comes from Eric and our HB McClure division. Eric? Hello, Bob. The question that I had was, if we would meet our goal of a billion dollars in revenue, what would be our next goal that we would be looking at? Thank you. Eric, thank you for the question. You know, we're about five years through our 10-year plan. You're correct. Our, our goal for 10 years was to be a billion-dollar company, you know, which 
you know, seems like it's right within our grasp now that we're going to do about 550 million this year. But back when that plan was established in 2017, you know, I think we were about a $90 million company. So a big difference between where we were and where we plan to go. And so I think you can see the value of, you know, setting a big audacious goal and then really going after it. And so I, I think once we reach our billion dollar goal, we will certainly set a new one. You know, at this time, I have really no idea what that next goal will be, but this is what I will say. We use the entrepreneurial operating system. EOS is our strategic planning model uh, that we use as a company. Each one of the divisions have their own strategic plan. and the the goal we set for 10 years in 2027 will be a combination of the goals that are established at each one of our operating divisions as well as you know HB global holistically looking at everything that we have going on strategically and establishing what our goals and and what our targets are going to be for the organization as a whole i would suspect that we'll start to really think hard about, you know, what comes after the 2027 10-year goal somewhere in the vicinity of 2025. So, you know, we will really start to look at where we want to go, what we want to accomplish, what does that mean from financial measures, but not, you know, I'd like to remind everybody the financial measurements are not the only thing that's important to our company. In fact, I would argue that they're an outcome of uh, the things we focused on, you know, most, which is to, uh, you know, create an environment where employee engagement is possible and creating raving fans out of our customers, you know, and if we do those two things, it'll lead to the financial success. And so we'll holistically look at where we want to go and what we want to do. And I can assure you that we will have some big, hairy, audacious goals come 2027 for the 2037 timeframe. But thank you for the question. Yes, yes. Thank you, Eric. It's really exciting that we're more than halfway into the, our BHAG goal. I also appreciate that we have other important people-centric goals in our organization. Uh, so important. Our next question comes from Jose at Spectrum. Jose, what's on your mind? Hi, Bob. I've got a question for you. With the economy the way it is today and seeming to not get any better, what does it look like for our 401k and our ESOP today and in the future? Jose, I want to thank you for your question. And I know that this is a question that not only you, but a whole lot of our other employees are, are thinking about you know, as we go through the trying economic times that we're in. First of all, let me say that the broad financial markets have really struggled in uh, 2022. We're, we're now down over 20% in the S&P 500. So we're, we're into a bear market. And I'm sure for all of us that have 401k accounts that we're, we're feeling that pain. And, and so, you know, this is what I would say is over the last decade since we've been in ESOP, we have outperformed the broader financial markets, which have, for the most part, been a bull market in which the markets are, are have created value year over year. And we've 
outperformed. Our ESOP has outperformed the markets over that time. I think what we're going to find is now that we've entered a bear market, a time where the, the market actually goes down, I think you're going to see the same thing. And I think based on what our business performance is currently, that you can expect to see the ESOP plan perform significantly better than the broader market. We're having a really solid year in 2022. I think our outlook at this point for 2023, while cautious, you know, still has us being very positive about where we think that the business is going. I, I do want to say, you know, I certainly uh, don't have a magic wand or uh, a crystal ball and can tell you where things are going. But we feel really good about how we're positioned, where we're going, and you know how our diversification through our acquisition plan has really uh, made our business more stable as a whole. So what, what I would say is I think we're very well positioned relative to the broader market, and we have contingency plans for all types of markets, good markets, you know, average markets, uh, poor markets. You know, and I think we have a close eye. I wish I could tell you that I'm, you know, have more expertise uh, in know where the economy is going. I don't, you know, I'm watching all the same things. You are really paying attention, uh, close track of how we think that that's going to affect our business. But what I can tell you is, you know, we have great businesses across the country that are well diversified, and I'm really confident that we're going to be able to manage you know, our way through this and continue to outperform uh, what's going on in the broader business markets. Well, thank you, Jose. And thank you so much, Bob. Uh, it's really reassuring that you and the team are thinking ahead for many different scenarios. And I, I really think that's a wrap for today. We deeply appreciate your time with us today, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. It was uh, a lot of fun answering the questions and uh, look forward to doing it again sometime. You've been listening to the Employee Ownership Podcast with Bob Whalen, an HB Global production. Thank you for joining us. See you next month.